Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. We are kicking off Monday with a recap of the Seahawks, kicking off their preseason 2021, unfortunately with a 20-7 loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. I know Seahawks fans are going to be looking forward to some better preseason games when they return home, because not a pretty game against the Raiders. And a big part of that was we didn't see any Seahawks starters on the field apart from one. I I think the only Seahawks starter from last season that I saw on the field was linebacker Jordan Brooks. Now, there were defensive linemen Alton Robinson and Rasheem Green who were both out there and actually played majority of the snaps, more snaps than any other player on the team. And they both registered some nice plays between the two of them. But yes, not a lot of starters out there. And again, as I mentioned, Saturday was not a great day for the Seahawks. And one player who had a tough night was tackle Stone Forsyth. Here's what the sixth round pick had to say about the game. It was a little rough start for me, uh, just kind of getting settled in, kind of not, know, not knowing who you're going to go against and kind of stuff like that. So, I mean, kind of those first few series and kind of little miscommunications here and there, kind of settled in, kind of a little better in the second half. Moving over to a bright spot on the Seahawks offense was running back DJ Dallas, who ran the ball well. He had some kickoff returns and he had the team's lone touchdown of the game when he caught a short pass from Alex Magoo on fourth down and turned it into a 43-yard touchdown reception. I knew from, so me and Magoo kind of communicated that before the play happened, and so he didn't take me, so just was like, ah, oh, yes. Like, as soon as I caught the ball, it's like, oh, yeah. It, they were in double A got, like, mugged, and I knew I had a, a, a route that was going to out-leverage him. I thought I was just going to get big yards, but it turned into a touchdown, so. Here's what quarterback Alex Magoo saw on the touchdown. Coach had a great call against man. Um, and and I, I saw the way that d- defense aligned that if that defensive end didn't run with DJ, there was nobody g- going to run with him. So right when he cleared him, I just kind of tossed it up. And DJ made a great play. Coach Carroll also spoke with the media after the game, and he offered his thoughts on what was an overall disappointing result. Well, what we did tonight was uh, not good enough to, to win a football game. Um, and, and on really on both sides of the ball, we, we needed to do some things better, particularly on third down. Third down was a nightmare for us, uh, particularly on defense, and made it really hard for us. But um, what we came here to do was tackle people for the first time this year and run and hit and see how our young guys would, would chase on the kicking game. And uh, would we get after it and play hard and tough and all that? And we did all of that. Um, uh, I was really pleased with the with the hidden tonight, and, and I thought especially the coverage teams were excellent, and that just shows you our, our young guys getting after it, which is great. It was really a game that we dedicated to the young guys. You notice that a lot of people didn't play in this game, and uh, the Rooks got a shot at it, and, and um, you know they they were busting their tails, and doing the best they could, and we just needed to be a lot cleaner in in, in crucial areas, and we weren't able to do that. Um, I thought it was a, a really good night for uh, Alton Robinson and for uh, Daryl Taylor. You know, you know, those guys played a lot of football, and we're trying to get them going. And, and particularly Daryl, we just needed to just get, leave him out there and let him get some ball uh, you know, under his belt. He's had such a good offseason and such a good prep in camp. And, and so for, I don't even know, you know how he played necessarily. I just know that he was out there playing football, and that's that was really important for us. Um, the evaluations that we get done here, there'll, there'll be a, a great opportunity to evaluate a bunch of guys. And uh, with with a lot of, we get almost 80 plays on defense, so we'll see those guys quite a bit. Um, but uh, 
you know, so this is the first step. And uh, the other thing too is that we played in a, with a crowd and, and noise, which uh, it's always nice to be able to say to our guys from this point forward, you know, that was a, a big crowd and they were going crazy and trying to have, you know, have an effect on the game. And it really didn't affect our playing at all. And, and that's, uh, that's a real positive moving forward. Early on in the game on the Seahawks' first drive, the tone soured for Seattle after Geno Smith suffered a concussion on a blitz. Smith came out for just one play on the injury and then returned after Alex Magoo was able to pick up the first down on a roughing the passer call that was, I think, admittedly pretty weak uh, by any Seahawks fan's standards. Carroll explained the reason that Smith entered the game again after the hit before ultimately leaving with a concussion. Yeah, we we missed the look and should have should have keyed it. And we didn't we didn't do it right, and so uh, he gets pounded on the play. It was really a basic pressure that they ran, and we we missed it. Um, he got knocked. You know, he got hit really hard um, and was okay. And then it just kind of progressed in after he went back in, and we had to take him out. He wasn't he wasn't ready to play. I, I think it just it, it there was a factor that kind of accumulated later on, and he he didn't feel right, so we had to get him out of there. Another notable play in the first quarter was one which saw Alton Robinson in coverage against Raiders receiver Zay Jones. The Raiders got all the way down to the four-yard line. Coach Carroll was asked about Robinson's role playing a little bit of outside linebacker. And I don't think this necessarily had anything to do with that particular play against Zay Jones. I think Akella Witherspoon should have been over the top in coverage, helping out. Alton Robinson, who was left to cover a wide receiver, but instead there were about three or four Seahawks in the middle of the field going against the Raiders tight end. So I think it was a blown assignment, but yes, it looked very odd to see Alton Robinson out there running down to the four yard line and trying to defend against a receiver. Well, he, he's able to play in all of the pass rush situations, the nickel packages as an, as an end. And we're also bringing him along as, a, as an outside back or two for early downs in, in base packages. So we're just just kind of diversifying, you know, how we're using them and, and, uh, and trying to learn and see, you know, see where it fits uh, with, with all the guys in the competition. And lastly, from Pete Carroll, we did get a little bit more from him with regard to Alden Smith and his release from the Seahawks. It, it's, it is disappointing. I'm disappointed for him, you know, because we gave him a real chance and uh, we looked after him in, in every way that we knew how to do it. I wish we'd have done better. You know, I don't know what we could have done better, but, um, you know, we were very, open to helping him, you know, become part of the program. And, and uh, it's just unfortunate he wasn't able to do that. Taking a look at injuries coming out of this game, apart from Geno Smith, the only other notable Seahawks player with an injury was Phil Haynes. He is reportedly suffering from knee soreness. We also didn't see Haynes at center. We saw him primarily playing at right guard in the preseason game. So I know there was some excitement, especially from Nathan Santo of the Seahawks nest. And uh, we did not get to see him playing center, just right guard. Lastly, Michael Kendricks signed with the 49ers Sunday after visiting earlier in the week. He'll have a decent chance at making the roster due to San Francisco's injuries at the position. Be sure you stay tuned to the Field Goals podcast. Clinton Bonner and I are going to be recording an episode of Three In, Three Out on Monday. So look for that in your feed on Tuesday. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore con C-O-N-N. If you have some ins, if you have some outs from the game, be sure and tag Clinton Bonner on Twitter at Clinton Bond. You can also tag me at Seahawkers pod. And then you can tune in and listen for your in or your out to be read toward the end of the show in our from the flock segment. 
Can't wait to hear what you come up with. And until next time, go Hawks.